Hi, I'm Sarah Carter, and this is Daily Dispatches, a project that helps me pay attention to what I'm paying attention to. For more information about the ideas behind it, listen to episodes one through three. Otherwise, we're just going to kick it right off. This project is part of a larger storytelling project called Daily Fieldwork. You can visit our website at dailyfieldwork.com, Instagram at dailyfieldwork, or email me at imdailyfieldworking at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Saturday, November 26th. It was one of those days where a post-holiday day where I have a lot of projects in progress um, and I ate leftovers that are still really rich food for multiple days so not feeling awesome and trying to like get some stuff done so I've just been listening to audiobooks and like doing things that I don't want to do on a normal Tuesday night like organizing a big bag of papers that need to go into like important tax document folders and stuff and so I just leaned into it, baby. I got all kinds of stuff done and tore up my house 411 times, trying to make it nicer and neater, and got all my laundry done for the week, and getting ready, making some food. It was just one of those days, man, where I worked myself into a peaceful mind by trying to cross off all these lists or items on my list that normally swarm in the ether. Congrats to me. Sunday, November 27. I need to ask you a serious question. How many days do you eat holiday leftovers? Be honest. Look within yourself. Um, If this was a teen magazine quiz that I watched growing up, it would be like, what's your holiday leftover style? And the first question would be like, after a holiday meal, you, A, pack up your leftovers in Tupperware that you brought from home, B, say... Um, this was delicious. I've had enough. I'm walking away. See, wait for someone else to pack you up a to-go go box or D, fall asleep on the couch and miss leftovers altogether. I don't know. Um, I didn't bring too many home, but I vacillate between thinking, oh my gosh, this food is delicious. I want to eat it every single day for the rest of my life until it is not good anymore because it's been too many days. And um, also then just like, oh, I have uh, so many snacks here right now. I'm going to eat them all at one time in a holiday celebration. And um, sometimes I try to freeze. If it's like too much pie or something, I try to cryogenically freeze it. So it can be delicious down the road. Um, I don't know. Are you still eating Thanksgiving leftovers on the Sunday after? 
inquiring minds want to know. Hi, I got to go to um, the choir room on Monday and led by Dwan Hill. And here is Pastor Sam Franklin doing a solo on What a Wonderful Child. And it's like six minutes long and I thought about cutting it, but the whole thing is good. So you might just have to skip forward and I'm also including, Monday was a big day, so I'm including sounds of when I got a cookie cutter from a cookie cutter store and a taco shop. And um, I'll put Sam Franklin first, though. Our pastor loves the church here in Nashville, Tennessee. Put your hands together with
this is the sound of my lightning-shaped cookie cutter that I got for our Lightning Hopkins Friends of the Blues meeting on Wednesday. It's Monday, November 28th. It sounded like this at El Jalisciense on Gallatin on Monday. We're having a thunderstorm. It's raining on the tin roof. I made a fire. I made the first half of gingerbread cookies for our blues club that's meeting at lunch tomorrow. It sounds like an ideal situation, but I'm really tired. And uh, the house is a mess. And I'm right in the middle of it, baby. That thing we call life stress at work, all the things, was running to get everything done. So it was fun to get the cookies together. And I almost missed a meeting that I had tonight because of it. And it was so fun to get my hall closet light fixed that has been out for months. And I like had a little headlamp in there to help me um, see my clothes because I was scared to do the electrical work. And um, all this stuff is kind of out of my closet, out of, <laughs> out of pocket. So here I am, sitting in the rain, watching TV, listening to the fire, trying not to look at the mess around me, and trying to enjoy just being here on this planet. Ooh, also, I got some, um, some battery-powered lights that are supposed to be on a schedule to help with my frustration with the darkness. So maybe I'll put the batteries in those right now. Signing off. Wednesday, November 30th. I have been trying this thing where I just set a timer and clean my house for that amount of time because I think it's really hard to work all day and come home, do dinner, and then get started on meaningful work. Um, I think that I've always wanted to be a person who is like, oh, you know, I find it fulfilling and meaningful to darn these socks. And instead, I'd rather just like zone out and watch TV. Um, but that also doesn't make me feel great. I guess what I'm talking about is active resting. And one thing that helps me feel free to to rest actively is if my house is clean or things are relatively tidy because I live in a small space 
Ugh. And sometimes shifting that gear from like, I already got up, got to the gym, potentially taught a class, work full time, come home, feed myself, stay alive. Um, sometimes shifting into like just doing the small amount of cleanup for me, not even for a family with children is like, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. So sometimes I'll just like trick myself into it until I can, uh, talk myself into it nicely and uh, I'll just set a timer for 15 minutes and like put on an audiobook or a little show and just try to do that one thing and then usually I feel filled with enthusiasm to do the next thing and then I gotta watch out that I'm not working myself to death but anyway I don't know I'm just recording the timer method as something that works for me and then before you know it um I'd be in a good flow. Also, I read this book and it's called The Maid and I will look up the author because I forgot what it was. And it is about a neurodivergent maid who works in a big fancy uh, hotel in New York City and she lives with her grandma and um, every day they do a different cleaning thing and I wrote it down because I think it's really cute and this is what it is. Monday, floors and drawers. Tuesday, deep cleaning to give meaning. Wednesday, bath and kitchen. Thursday, dust we must. Friday, wash and dry day. Saturday, wild card. Sunday, shop and chop. I just think it's really cute. I'm not going to stay home on Friday and do my laundry, but for this particular gals in the book, it makes sense. And that's all. Hello, I just encountered an extremely frustrating traffic situation involving a woman in a, in a burgundy Ultima, uh, and I wrote a pop-punk chorus about it. It goes like this. I didn't do it for you, I did it for everyone stuck behind you. And I wish I could sing it to her and point in her face. She's a terrible driver. And she stuck her nose in the middle of traffic, but granted someone who had a missing window that was covered with cellophane plowed through the whole intersection at 4 p.m. on a Thursday in two directions of traffic. So she didn't make a choice like that, but she did make a choice to get in my way once and then try to get on the interstate and pulled off in the shoulder and cut in front of me again. So I done blew past her. Cause I didn't do it for her. I did it for everyone behind her. Thank you. Friday, December 2nd. We've done it again, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, wow. Okay, well, I'm going to read a poem today because we deserve it. It is a couple weeks into the darkness. I think next week is when I'll share some dispatches from folks who are featured in this present darkness. If you're having trouble, don't forget to dip into this present darkness, get you some inspirational shares. I already said on the thing this weekend that, or earlier this week, that um, I got some candles and that's really helping my problem with the darkness. But, um, I'm going to read a poem called The Cold by Wendell Berry, 
And I also want to say that I referenced The Maid earlier this week, and I couldn't remember who wrote it. And it was written by Nita Prose, N-I-T-A-P-R-O-S-E. It's called The Maid. Highly recommend it. Okay, here's our guy Wendell. Wendell Berry and his poem, The Cold. Also, I want to say that they teach you to pause at the end of the line in poetry, even though it makes me feel funny, like I'm trying to be extra, extra, and dramatic. But you're supposed to read the end of the line as a pause, a, a retard, and music, if you're reading music. So, okay, just don't make fun of me. I'm going to read this. The Cold. How exactly good it is to know myself in the solitude of winter. My body containing its own warmth, divided from all by the cold, semicolon. And to go separate and sure among the trees cleanly, divided, thinking of you, perfect too in your solitude, your life withdrawn into your own keeping. To be clear, poised, and perfect self-suspension toward you as though frozen. And having known fully the goodness of that, it will be good also to melt. All right, thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Hold the, the light in your heart and um, I'll talk to you soon.